Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, hello, hello. I want to welcome all my listeners in the U.S. and around the world. I am Jackie Laura Jones, here with you again for True Forgiveness Teachings. Hello everyone, how is everyone doing out there? I hope you are hanging in there. I have a wonderful, inspirational, beautiful guest for you today. Before I do that, I just want to do a couple of announcements. Our Course in Miracles workshop this year, our family workshop, we actually are not doing it because of all the stuff that's going on in the world. That was so fun last year, so many of you attended. That is on the books for December of 2021 with my husband Mark, my sister Cindy, my brother-in-law Gary, my mom Doris. So uh, I know a lot of people flew in from out of town for that, so we look forward to seeing you in 2021. I will be speaking at the Course in Miracles conference in Washington, D.C., so stay tuned for announcements on that and how you can get discounted tickets. I do have my online Course in Miracle monthly classes. If anyone's interested in that, I'll put the link below. So I do have a newsletter coming out soon. Without further ado, I have a wonderful guest today. Many of you may know her if you've been in the Course community for a while. She's been part of it and a great inspiration. Her name is Netta Bowen. And I have to say, you guys, I have the Netta Bowen vibe right now because I was listening to her awesome CD, The Light Has Come, which we're going to talk about. Just a little bit about Netta, you know, Netta literally meaning inner voice or voice for God. Netta, I learned that from your website. That's so cool. Um, Netta's a singer and a songwriter who uses her voice to give people an experience of who they truly are. Her Course in Miracles songs, the way she was inspired to put A Course in Miracles to music is fabulous. And she's had a very interesting journey. She's been inspired to help people in the prison system. And after practicing A Course in Miracles for a little over three years, something strange happened to her, which she'll tell you. She woke up one morning feeling as if she was pulled towards the piano where the Course in Miracles workbook lesson was lying open. Lesson 124, let me remember I am one with God. So she says the words and melodies came pouring through her and before she knew it, there was a whole song with lyrics coming from that workbook lesson. The same thing happened every day for two weeks until she had enough course songs to fill a whole album, which has turned into her award-winning debut album, The Light Has Come. So Nat is also currently working on her second album called Remember You're Dreaming. So Netta, welcome to True Forgiveness Teachings. It's so great to have you here. I'm so happy to join with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for coming to us from the Netherlands, your home. 
you're in Holland and it's nine hours ahead, right? <laughs> I think something like that. That's awesome to, to have you here. And your story is really inspiring. Um, I wonder if you can start off just by whatever you want to share about your journey to A Course in Miracles and what came out of that and kind of switching your ideas of wanting to do songs with the course lyrics. And I have to tell you, and the listeners, it's very meditative. The course is about repetition, right? And so the workbook and everything and listening to your songs, it just reinforces the ideas in your mind. So it's it's just wonderful. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah. I think that that's why why it came into the world as well, and it it almost felt like I already sort of like signed a contract to make that album or something, and that there <laughs> right. was no other way. Like it's with everything, right? Where you're just like, do I even have a choice in this? <laughs> it's like, no, this is the the script is written, and you know, just go with it. But um, yeah, there was a lot of resistance at first, and. Yeah, my story with the course, I think I think as for a lot of people, it's almost as if everything was leading up to the course, as if everything was just like a preparation to be able to accept the the teachings of the Course in Miracles. So for me, I think one of the first things that really I I, I remember now like really opened up something deep for me was uh, conversations with God from you know, Donald Walsh. I read that book when I was 18 or 19 years old, and I just remember having such a heart opening experience the way that he talked about God. That it was so there was such a loving God that came from those writings and. I was crying while I was, while I was reading it because my association with God was always very negative and like this this white old man that is just judging everyone. <laughs> right. And, you know, like like I had very strong allergies against um, like Christians and 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 just religious people. I remember like um, being in Africa for for a project and and a woman you know, started telling me that I, I would go to hell if I wouldn't, you know, surrender my life to Jesus. And, right. Um, I wasn't baptized, I would go to hell anyway. So like my whole association with God and Jesus was very much that of like, okay, according to them, I'm already doomed. I'm already in hell and, you know, screw them. What is this? Like they know everything better and very strong reactions towards the words God and Holy Spirit, Jesus, and all of that. And I was not raised religious at all. Um, but this this book, for the first time, opened up something inside of me, and it felt like like a long lost friend or something made its way back into my heart. Like it was very big for me. It was like, wow, okay, this is interesting. And. After that book, after I was finished, well, I after that I read all of his books, and then it was like, okay, you're done now with with that chapter. Yeah. <laughs> and the next step was that I got guided again to go into the library, and I found Return to Love from Marion Williamson, and mm -hmm. it was so cool that I started reading the introduction. I was like, oh, this is a nice introduction. And then it was signed by Donald Neil Walsh. So oh. it was so interesting. It was almost oh. like he was like, okay, you're done with whatever I have to teach you. And, you know, uh, I'm mo moving on. Yeah. 
moving on to this chapter, you know, and I started reading it. And there was just something about the course quotes. The first time I read, I read the course quotes in that book, it was, it just hit me so deep. I was like, oh my God, I need to read whatever she is talking about. I need to get that. <laughs> and I remember going back into the library after finished that book. And, and there they were like two big blue books with yeah. gold letters yeah. all over it. And I, I can, I, I can still see it in mine. I, it's already like 10 years ago. And I just, walked over there and I, I grabbed one of the books out of the shelf and I just hugged it. I remember just hugging the book. It was like in my arms and, and in my mind was like, oh damn, this is going to change my life. Like nice. I felt it. And my body and everything was like, oh shit, nothing is going to be the same anymore from now on. And awesome. right before that, I also got introduced to Byron Katie for the first time and, and you know, her thought process of who would you be without this thought and that it's you know the inquiry of thought so already when I was browsing through the workbook lessons I got very exciting excited because it reminded me of what she was teaching as well you know that uh, about yeah just the inquiry and the thoughts and my thoughts do not mean anything and I'm never upset for the reason I think and those mm -hmm. things already felt like familiar to me so I got very excited um, <laughs> Yeah, and then for me, I was like really always wanting to be the good student, so I really had to start at the beginning. So it took me like a year to finish the textbook, and then I was finally at the workbooks. Like, okay, now I can start the workbook. Like, oh, it, it was never like, <laughs> over there was like, no, you have to start from the beginning. And then, <laughs> that's like, so cute. Like, yeah, you're strict with yourself. Well, yeah, good, because it like, takes takes vigilance and, and diligence to do this thought system. But I took that book with me wherever <laughs> I went, like wherever I went, it was in my bag, even though it was so thick and heavy. I, I just, oh man, I just fell in love with the words and the way like, and, and I didn't know anything else except for what I read from, from, um, Marian Williamson book. I didn't, I didn't know anything else. I didn't even know that it was the voice of Jesus. I didn't even know like any of the background stories except mm -hmm. for Return of. Um, and it was interesting, just like a little bit into the the textbook that I, I just felt as if the narrative, like the voice that was reading that in my mind, it was like such a like not a strict, but it was like a very how you say it, authority? Yeah, authoritarian voice. Yeah. Yeah, I recognize it like who is this talking to me, you know, like, it was yeah. very, very, yeah, I can't even describe it, but you know what I mean, it was, yeah, it was I like, do. pulling me, like, it was just, pulling and, you in, in, like, an authoritative way, but, but gentle yeah. at the same time, gentle, same yeah, time, exactly, yeah, gentle, loving at the same time, but also, <laughs> yeah, just very clear, like, no, that's a good way to say it, very clear, very clear. Very clear. Very clear. Yes. Very focused. Very focused as well. <laughs> That's right. And I was I was very intrigued by it. I got more deeply into it, and then came the moments. Um, I think like uh, two years after, when I actually read uh, Gary Renard's uh, book, um, Disappearance of the Universe, and Yay! I started to realize, like, oh, there are really a lot more people studying this. Like, All right. You know, there are more people that, that are into this. Um, and then I joined a study group in Holland 
uh, with a wonderful teacher who really was into Ken Wapnick and mm, beautiful. Like mm -hmm. just no compromise with the course's teachings. Mm -hmm. And I remember that she, at the beginning, she was like, "Oh, you're a singer. Would you ever consider?" Um, singing uh, songs or writing songs based on the Course in Miracles, <laughs> and I, I remember laughing. I'm like, no, I would never do that. I would never do that because. <laughs> oh, isn't that interesting that you thought that, and here you are. Yeah, I know. Right? That's a trip That's when cool. that happens. We we I think know. we know, and it goes in a totally different direction in our lives. <laughs> and I thought I knew so well. Like, right. I was like really one of the biggest things for me to undo uh, and I still wouldn't say that that's that's fully healed but the, the, the belief in that I know better you know that's always <laughs> right. I know better than spirit I don't really need God because uh, I got it all figured out already so you right. know right and you had had you were having success you had a four chair turn yes and you were yes. in the finals in the top 10 in the voice and yes. that's huge Yes, yes, yeah, well, I think, well, for me, it, it really took that point. That point at The Voice was actually my real pivot point where, where I, I really had to, like, there was, it, it just felt like there was no other choice but to say yes to the, to the plan of the spirit because these songs that you describe already that, you know, they came through me, mm -hmm. it, it just felt so involuntarily like they just came if, if uh, at times I was even I could feel the feeling come up and I would be like no I'm busy you know <laughs> I have other stuff to do like, exactly really. yeah <laughs> I would feel it come up and I was like no I don't have time for this right now I already know where this is going I can't sit down by the piano right now and it would just be so persistent it would almost feel like I would have to vomit and I would really have to sit down behind that piano and just like poop out that song, yep. and then I could go on with the rest of my day. Um, but once the songs were finished, they I knew they didn't come from me, and they felt so deep. I was crying while I was taking them down, um, but at the same time, I felt so much shame about the words, right? Because like I said, I still had such a deep allergy or resistance towards the Christian terminology, you know? Mm -hmm. like, people would hear me sing about God, you know? Like, here I am. Um, you know, on this path of becoming like a famous pop singer and mm -hmm. this is not really the type of songs that you would hear on the radio and uh, would be considered to be commercial hits, right. songs, you know, so right. um, yeah, I really put them aside and I, I really didn't even think about making a CD out of them, you know, it was so clear, like I just put them back on the shelf. Every now and then I would take them out and every time I would sing them, I would, I started crying because they, something oh. happened every time I sang them, it felt so deep. Absolutely. But the shelf, it went again, you know, <laughs> and like maybe half a year later or so, I went into The Voice. I already got asked to participate into The Voice a bunch of times, but every time I said no, it didn't felt like the timing was right. But at this time I said yes, it, it felt it felt guided to go on there. Um, but actually, at the time that these songs came through, my outer life seemed to be, like you said, pretty successful. Like I had a good relationship as well. I was, I just won a big prize. I was a music ambassador of Rotterdam. I won like 17,000 euros to make an EP. And, and I was just really on the rise. But when I was on The Voice, 
my whole personal life, like everything behind the screen, even though on the outside that even seemed like a bigger success, right? Like performing for millions of people live on television. Right. Um, but from inside, like behind the screens, things had just fallen apart. Like people that I loved passed away very suddenly and e like everything that I thought was certain in my life it just it just all collapsed I was like I it, it felt like I was not certain about anything anymore and my relationship also ended and everything was just changing and on the ground and here I was on television you know in my glitter glamour dress mm-hmm uh, and I just, I don't know, it, it just felt so purposeless over there. Like, it just, I just so felt that like interesting. You know, decision, mm -hmm. Yeah, it was like every decision that was made there, the purpose, like the, like the course is always asking, you know, what is it for? What is it for? Ask yourself, what is it for? And it felt like the purpose for the decisions that were being made on the show were for making the most money, like to get the most votes, like everything from how my hair would look to what song I would sing to what dress I would put on to will there be backup dancers or not, or, you know, everything was, the purpose was to get the most votes. Um, and it just, all of a sudden, it just felt so empty. I was, I was just like, I think because everything in my personal life was just on the ground, it was like I didn't have no other way than to say like, okay, this is apparently what the plan of the ego looks like. Um, Interesting. And, and I had that moment of there has to be another way, right? And, <laughs> I and, bet you did. This is very inspiring for people. And I, mm -hmm. and I just remembered like, okay, but there's a CD in my, you know, shell on my shelf that the only purpose of this CD is to extend the love of God. Like there's no there's no other purpose. That album didn't come to reach the hit list or to make a million dollars or to, you know, it, it, it only came into existence to extend the love of God and to to help people remember who they truly are, you know, as, as like a tool for making this course easier. Like you said, like when you put on the songs, it's just easy because you'll hear it in your mind and, and I want the peace of God, I want the peace of God. That's the sole purpose of it. And at that moment, I just knew like, okay, I have no other choice. I remember standing there in front of the judges that they were like giving me feedback over my performance. I didn't even hear, I don't even remember what they said. I just, in my mind, I made this commitment to the spirit. I was like, okay, okay, you got me. When I'm yeah. on this show, I'll make your CD. But instantly also, and that was very beautiful, it wasn't because I know that I cannot do anything of myself, but it was because I really literally had no idea where to start. I instantly said, but I'm not going to do anything. Like, you have to show me. And that was like the smartest thing I think I ever said in my life, because like, <laughs> I would never say that. I was like, I'm in charge. I'm in charge. I'm oh, you yeah. Oh, the <laughs> ego loves no that. The ego loves no it. Idea. Yeah. The, I the I, the I being in charge, right? Yeah. I know, but it, it's, it's really because I honestly didn't know where to start that I could very sincerely say I will step back and let you lead the way 
Like it was because I just really didn't know. Like any other time I would not have said that. <laughs> I will do this, but you know, I'm leading, I'm I'm the boss here. But it was like so clear, like, okay, I give up. It was like that. I give up. I surrender. I surrender yeah. to you. <laughs> Show me, you know? Mm-hmm. And that was the of actually yeah, really saying yes to the album was just saying yes to to my planning to my part in God's plan for salvation. That's what it was. It was never about the CD, actually. You know, there isn't even a CD, really. It was really about saying yes to to God. You know, mm-hmm. really saying. That's so beautifully said. All of that, what you shared. There are so many things I could <laughs> touch on based on what you said. I want to say a couple things about your lyrics so people will know. I encourage the listeners to and all my my friends on air here that listened for a long time to get this cd in the u.s it's it's 8.99 on amazon it's going to be some of the best money that you spent um the title song the light has come has lyrics you know you are saved and you can save you are at peace i have forgiven the world right and the song i'll only hear your voice let every voice but God's be still in me. And then you have a song, Take Me Home. I'm so afraid to be alone. I try hard to hear your guiding voice. You'll never let go. You have great runs in that. It's soft and gentle for anybody that's feeling kind of, you know, afraid, thinking that they're alone. You're never alone. And yeah, this that's is a the sh- only song I just want to say that's actually Take Me Home is the only song on the album that doesn't come from chorus lyrics. I just felt I had to put that in there. If people go to my own website, netaboy.com, they can actually get the physical CD that also has all the lyrics in there, but a beautiful booklet. And it says there also with every song, it says on which lesson uh, of the chorus it's based, but on a Take Me Home. Yeah. Uh, song it says based on my own journey from darkness to light. I love it. Yeah, it it that song is just it's 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 written in that time where I I was just talking about where everything was on the ground, and yeah, I just felt that has to be on there because that's actually describing that's actually that song describes the reason why the album is there you know (laughs) no wonder because there when i listened to it there was something like different about it it flows in your album but i totally get that i'm so glad you shared that um because it's an it's an awesome song um and uh your your song peace to my mind let all my thoughts be still and then there's one god is in my mind and i love these lyrics with god is in my mind in my own mind Behind my own insane thoughts of separation and attack is the knowledge that all is one forever. I have not lost the knowledge of who I am. It has been kept for me in the mind of God. Often people kind of just go inward and hear like what you heard, hear, hey, this go this direction you know this is going to be helpful in a way that maybe you're not thinking of right now and like you said you're kind of just accepting your part in the plan there's nothing wrong with the the voice and doing other things like that i get questions about that in my practice all the time and i tell people it merely just becomes 
one's choice to go in a certain direction. I think you expressed really well how you just, you heard that and it was something you just couldn't ignore. And I like to emphasize to people because I just get so many questions about it again to repeat. You know, if it seems like you're giving something up or going in a different direction, it's not a sacrifice, guys. It's it's not something that's taken from you. It it's your choice, right? That, yeah, that's beautiful. I had such a deep sense of sacrifice. Like mm-hmm. I was sacrificing my like my career mm-hmm. and like it's not in the beginning. Even when I released the album, it still felt like as if I was carrying this heavy burden and like I was the one that had to do this but I like it's still like I have to give up something else and right it's really it's not very new maybe like about a year maybe even less when I fully started to come in like what is this craziness like really what did I sacrifice quote unquote like what I sacrifice like the course says like the only sacrifice is fear you know and it says sacrifice with like the quotes because it's not a real sacrifice and I and and I looked at how my life transformed actually from that moment saying yes to spirit like I told you in the beginning I didn't know any course students and now it's like it's like I don't know anyone that doesn't study the course <laughs> my parents and my friends and my just my just everyone around me and not that like that's the only path but I got to know so many mighty companions and so many just like family it feels like family like all over the world and I got invited for for the most beautiful places and events and um, yeah, just besides that, just the peace of mind that 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 is 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 coming through much more steady right now. That just with everything, it's like the ego in the beginning was still like, but my plan is better, you know, my plan is better, and look at what you're giving up. Um, but then actually seeing the love and the joy and the purpose um, that is coming from following Spirit's plan, then it's like, oh man, really, we have to realize that that we're really not giving up anything by following love, you know, we're just only gaining, we're only gaining and we're only getting closer to who we truly are and we start to laugh more and we start to, yeah, <laughs> just enjoy life as well also more. Like there's still a lot of people also that think that following the spirit's plan is like that you have to sit on a hill for 10 hours meditating every right. day, you know, and you can't do anything anymore in this world like everything is not spiritual or something like that and right. you know that that's totally not it neither it's like yeah i the course is not about making the world a better place it's not about making your life better but the experience is that once we follow spirit and we follow the the guidance it automatically everything's be, everything just becomes more joyful and becomes more happy and and relationships become more meaningful and deep and 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 the love that you have for people is growing your heart feels like it's overflowing more and more so so yeah i mean it it can only get better (laughs) ah beautifully said again and and i so agree with you it's ironically 
as you pointed out so well, it's the course isn't about making the world better, but but your life does get better in the sense that your internal experience, your inner experience changes so drastically that that reflects outward. Sometimes we see things in the world changing, and that's great. We can enjoy that and and be normal here, um, but the inner experience is what is so rich and you're identified with the content of love in your mind instead of that content of fear and when we're in the guilt and fear then there's projection we project that onto other people that's what the ego thought system is but where you're extending love it's an extension you're not at the mercy of effects you're giving and so it is it's so profound and i can definitely say my life has gotten so much better not because everything externally always goes my way but i'm not attached to the external i'm this the observer now of the dream and i'll say oh interesting that here's a here's a bump in the road that was scripted out for me oh here's a joyful moment that was scripted out for me great you know but even the bumpy moments are not perceived as in the same way as I'm not at the effect of them. And yeah. so that's what we talk about a lot on the podcast here is really this is a, a course in cause. And um, your your point about you coming to the realization that, wait a minute, what, a, what am I sacrificing? Nothing really. But if I have to say I'm sacrificing something, well, it's fear. I'm giving up my fear or giving up, you know, the, you know, being at the effect of the world. And that is really something that we all do a good job kind of trying to put it into words, but it is an internal experience. It's very hard to put the exact feeling of what that is when you take back your mind's power to choose and live within the Holy Spirit mind in everything that you do, having that be your internal guide and teacher, it, your, your life will never be the same. Doesn't matter what externally is going on. So it's just beautiful. I love it that you're sharing this experience. And, you know, I wanted to highlight something else. And if you can tell the listeners about this mind training program you're doing in prisons, um, I've always felt drawn to that for some reason. I don't know if anything like that's going to cross my path, but had a very good friend, Joe Wolf. Um, right. You know Joe? Yeah, who passed away, and I was fortunate enough to get to interview him on my Mm -hmm. video podcast, The 24th Hour, which is on my website. And his story was incredible for anybody who wants to check that out. But when I saw that you were doing that, I thought, man, this kind of working with Mm -hmm people in prisons keeps kind of coming up in my experience. So tell everybody how you got involved with that and what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I love for me, prison work is such an essential part. I feel of my, my own mind training because <laughs> there, I always say like, they're really my teachers and the, the prison is like my classroom. Right. Um, it's such a great, great, great way. Every time I get there, it's, it's such an amazing way to put, everything that a course is teaching into practice because I mean that's what it's about we can read the book all we want uh, talk about it all we want but in the end like like the course says to teach is to demonstrate you know we got to come and and also that that God can only be experienced it's it, it's practical we have to put it to practice 
Um, and, and for me, the prisons are just a, a very, very great way every time to, to practice it and, and to, to also see my own mind, you know, that's how I see it. Because I think uh, I'm a very, I, I can be very stubborn and, and I need some, some extreme reflections that, that are showing me what's going on inside of me. So the guys <laughs> are like my mentors and they're my heroes because they're showing me what's inside of my mind, everything that, that I was feeling ashamed or afraid to to look at, they're so honest and they'll be like, okay, Neda, you don't wanna look at your anger, well, here it is, or you know, you don't wanna look at your, their, your shame or your fear, well, here it is, and they'll just show me. Um, and I get to practice to respond with love and, and look at it with the Holy Spirit and um, teach about forgiveness. So yeah, I started I started working in prison uh, almost seven years ago already. Wow. Yeah, I've been doing it a while now. Um, and I, what I normally do is uh, I write songs with them. So we write songs oh. about their life, and it's, it's a, that's of course, it's like awesome. Really yeah, it's beautiful, and we record the songs as well. It's a it's a it's of course it's a tool. It's not really about the songs. Um, but but during the writing we get to talk and it's get to joining about their life mm -hmm. and, and we'll see like what is a present subject for you that we can write something about. So it's very very musical therapy ish as well. And it's, it's we write the most beautiful songs. I was just there two weeks ago and I wrote a song with a guy who never never went into the studio, who never recorded anything, but he together we wrote a song about his addiction and how he had such a hard time and how yeah just a lot of people think that it's so easy to quit and he had such a hard time to get clean and we wrote a song about it and he recorded it and it was just so beautiful boy recording a song for his mother and he was like I'm, I'm getting out tomorrow and I'll, I'll, I'll let her hear this song on our way back home and you know it was Oh my goodness, that is so therapeutic. I know, yeah, it's beautiful. And we're actually now starting, uh, let's see, in October, I think the second week of October, we're gonna start with our first pilot of the mind training program. We've just developed like a, like a sort of like retreats actually, like it's, like, like it's gonna be like a prison retreat um, of like one of four, days and then there's another one of six weeks where we'll be there like once a week um, where we'll teach them about meditation, uh, thought inquiry, um, mind training, and forgiveness. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah it's, it's beautiful. Uh, can, you know, congratulations seems like a weird word, but I mean, congratulations <laughs> on following that and doing that. That's, that's such a great thing to do to reflect your your love your talents your gifts into that um and you're right it's very interesting we don't have to be behind bars to be in prison as the course tells us um for those that have ears to hear that you know um we're in we're in prison in the mind uh when we're in the ego thought system but you know i i just love that and it's about it's a reflection of people getting second chances meaning i mean we all need chances and stuff like that and it's a it's a part of rehabilitation instead of just extreme punishment 
That's something yeah. I've always thought of, even when I was very young. I, I, something would come into my mind when I was little, and I was like, I'm just wondering if all these people need to be in prison for that long. Like I would have these thoughts, you know. Obviously, yeah. criminal. There's we need the system of the punishment for people. Who, but I think that what you're doing is so therapeutic. It it it's just one way of reflecting into the dream, allowing people to connect. Those that are ready to connect in that way can just be yeah. life changing. It can just transform their lives. Someone cares enough to come and do that. I actually, last year, I gave a concert in St. Quinnan in, um, in San Francisco, in St. Quinnan State Prison. Wow. How is that? It's amazing. Like, almost everyone that was there came with, with their course book. Like, they're oh, all... I just got a chill. I just got a chill. You can get it for free from the Foundation for Inner Peace. Oh, yeah. Um, Love the Foundation for Inner Peace. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the course is leading us to freedom, like to inner freedom. So, mm -hmm. of course, like people in prison, if they, they don't have anywhere anymore to go, then the only place that is left to go is within, you know, and of course, it's just guiding them, them so beautifully to actually become free. And I actually met some people there that were like, I'm free, you know, I'm free. I'm here 50 oh. years. And they had like sparkly eyes. I love it. Like, I'm free. Oh, because the, the freedom is a state of mind. And, it's a state of mind. Yeah, like you said, the, the prison systems. I mean, like the Course says, we always either have a call for love or extending love. And I think it's safe to say that everyone that is in prison got there because they were calling for love. Absolutely. And that call for love is always an unconscious belief. Uh, ultimately, of course, the belief that we're separated from God, which is impossible, but it can, it will look like something like I'm not good enough, or I don't deserve love, or I'm not safe, or whatever form it comes in for them. And, you know, that belief will not get healed by punishing that person. Like the Course says, the sin is a call for love and needs correction. Not yes, not punishment. And right. I believe the same thing with prisoners that they don't need punishment, they need correction. Mm -hmm. They need for those unconscious beliefs that actually caused whatever it is that they did for those to be addressed and for those to be healed. And then you'll actually have a prison system that will work. You'll have, actually have a system where right. people will how, how about that? Yeah. Then they got in because right now that's like I don't believe that's the case, you know. And I know that in the states is even much much worse than than in Holland. But even here in Holland, uh, you have so much people that get back into prison. You know, they get because it's just not. It's a place where you only get worse. Your 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 beliefs only get more firmly rooted in that you're not good enough and that you're not worthy. Um, yeah, so I mean, there's so much to do there, I feel, and um, I hope I can do a little bit, but <laughs> there's a lot more um, that can be done. But then again, yeah, it's, it's just all it's just all food for forgiveness every day. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You're right. All it that's what it all comes down to is just the forgiving our, our own mind for, for dreaming yeah. this whole thing in the in the first place. But what you're describing so beautifully, Netta, is the, the reflection of that into the dream of seeing 
like the images of people that we see in prison that were calling for love. And it's a very wise way to look at it that way. It doesn't excuse crimes and things like that. It just reminds us, the Course reminds us where that comes from, where everything comes from is in the mind. That's the miracle, being able to shift that thinking yeah, I, from to the Holy Spirit as your teacher and say, ah, it's the one mind that's just projecting the images of, of criminals, of people that we seem to see in prison. And on the level of form, we see that. Um, but we know where those images are coming from. That's the power of the Course. Yeah, and you being exactly. there and reflecting that message and joining with them is a reminder that their sins call for correction. And that's a beautiful reminder, however it plays out in form. And another point that you said, which is so beautiful, the gentleman who said, I'm free, I've been here 50 years, but I'm free because the freedom is in the mind. And that's also an experience that would be hard for people to understand that. But when you know it, like he knows it, or I know it, or you know, you know that freedom is in the mind, and it's so powerful. Yeah. Before we wrap up here, this is so awesome. I have to have you back. There's always so much more to go over. I want you to tell us a little bit about your second album, Remember Your Dreaming, which I love uh, that. Oh, it's gonna be beautiful. Um, yeah, it's 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 an album that really. I think it just describes my own journey in remembering that I'm dreaming. So, so it it has the songs where I'm totally not remembering that, and I'm very much experiencing um, the world as being real, and you know, asking for the spirits to replace my anger and doubt thoughts. And I have a song, "The Dark Night of the Soul," where you know, I actually mm. talk about that sacrifice, that belief in sacrifice. Um, I have a song, you know, a happy song, Remember You Dreaming. It's actually called Remember You Dreaming. And um, so it, there's a bunch of just beautiful songs that they don't come literally now from the chorus like that. This was kind of a different process. They were, I mean, they're always like very in, like intuitively given, um, but these are very much more personal. And, and of course the the, the the teachings of the course are always in there because they're you know they're in me so they're I, in you <laughs> i can't write anything anymore that that doesn't <laughs> agree with the teachings of the course i don't think that's that's possible for me at this point anymore um but i think there that this album will just be a beautiful companion for people in whatever stage they are to know that they're not alone to know in their despair and in their moments where they take the dream seriously this is just a beautiful album for people to remember remember your dreaming it's really nice and i i think everything that you've shared here is going to be just helpful it takes practice to listen to that voice and then to follow it because we're stubborn <laughs> as you pointed out yeah. you know like stubborn <laughs> but um it's just really powerful. So I would love it if you end with a song from The Light Has Come of your choice. So we can kind of go out with a meditation and then I'll finish with some words after that. I want to thank you so much for sharing a lot of your journey with us today. Quite a, quite a healing journey. So 
much love and appreciation. What are you What are you going to sing for us? Thank you. Well, I actually have the light has come in mind. You talked about it already. I think that's a beautiful. It's a title song. Perfect. And so yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it.
Absolutely beautiful. How about that, my friends? There's more where that came from on Netta's album, The Light Has Come. I thank you so much, my friend, for taking the time all the way from Holland to join with us today. We do have listeners all over the world. I know they're appreciating you right now. Best wishes for everything. Good luck with the second album coming. And to all our listeners out there, I want to remind you that you are love and you are love. So until next time, be well and blessings, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.